This is Turn on the Jets Film Room, your weekly extensive breakdown of New York Jets X's and O's. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Blewett. Stop route in the middle, curl. I actually like to throw from Dawn. Maybe I want to see him get rid of the ball a little bit sooner as he sees a soft coverage, but I like how he leads him outside. Great freaking snag. That's a snag, man. And former Texas Tech All-American, current Arena League coach, and the hero of the Monday Night Miracle, Marcus, Marcus Coleman. Marcus Coleman. He made the play earlier to pick it off in front of Gadsden, and then he read the eyes of the quarterback here. That interception is his third of the game, and that ties a Jets team mark. On Turn on the Jets Digital. And you are listening to another edition of TOJ Film Room. As you can see, um, before the intro and as the intro is going on, I just had a coughing fit, but that's a good thing because I got it out and I have a, I have a button to, uh, to mute my microphone, so that's, that's positive. Let me just pull something over my face here because I hate talking to myself and looking at myself while I'm talking to my computer. Um, but this is the 31st edition of TOJ Film Room. Uh, we're going to have some, you know, kind of the same thing as we did last week. I think we recorded, what, about a week ago? I, th- I think it was on Friday, actually, so six days ago. We're going to wrap up Le'Veon Bell with 38 plays from him. I'm going to run through it kind of, sort of fast, a um, little bit because I don't want to kill you guys with Le'Veon Bell, and also because it's 4.33 and I have to go to work in two hours and I want to be able to get the show up. So just a little um, kind of uh, peek into my life, but I do have to go to work. I do have a job. I do have a life. Uh, so I do have to finish this uh, relatively quickly. It's not going to take too, too long, um, but we definitely have to get into the, to the rest of Bell because I would be kind of – um, not doing him justice if I just showed you 20 plays uh, or, you know, like some people on Twitter who show a GIF or two or three or four, and that that uh, that kind of is their entire um, review of one player, which is ridiculous. But um, we started something new a little bit this week. Oh, actually, before we even do that, let me, let me just get this out, not out of the way, but uh, just so I don't forget. <clears throat> um, but we got one five-star rating and review from CircleFish69. I don't know if he had to make it 69 off. This is your favorite number um, for whatever reason, football number or because of other things, but whatever. Um, it says, as a Jets fan, there's plenty of hot take material around where pundits talk about the same topics at nausea. Uh, hearing and watching Joe and Marcus break down film is a breath of fresh air. Their collective knowledge is an unprecedented insight into schem- schematics, statistics, player uh, production, and character tricks. He goes on to say he, you know, he enjoys and uh, looks forward to every episode. I would really appreciate that. And like I said, if you guys can leave reviews, um, it puts us up more in the charts. I'm already thinking about doing two shows a week. If, if we start doing, listen, uh, ads and things like that, it would be maybe five minutes of a two hour show. Obviously, you know, some listeners wouldn't like that, but, uh, helping out with audio, I think the audio is relatively good. I know Marcus can improve his a little bit. Some of the guests, but I know, I, I think mine is relatively good. Um, but, uh, we can improve that. We can improve video quality. Maybe you start doing more shows a week. So like I said, if you just five stars, um, if that's the minimum, if you take time to write a paragraph or two or a sentence, uh, that's, that's great. So like, like I said, if you are on YouTube and listening to the show, go onto the podcast app and do that because the podcast app is where it matters. Obviously getting likes and stuff on YouTube is great too, but, uh, the podcast app is where it really, really does matter. Um, and like I said, we're doing something new and I put it out on Twitter today and I thought like, you know, okay, I want to get like five, six replies, maybe, maybe, maybe eight, maybe if I'm really lucky, 10. Um, and basically what I'm going to be doing is either a weekly or like a bi-weekly um, 
Twitter mailbag. I'll do it at least once a week if I get a lot of questions. And f- you know, through the first uh, time of me tweeting it, I got like eighteen. I think like eight, sixteen to eighteen questions of all anywhere ranging from like let me look from from um, Leonard Williams and has has he peaked to Anthony Barr and could he play in a three four? Are the Jets going to play in a three four? That's one gapping or two gapping. Uh, people are asking me about would I prefer Ingram or Coleman if they didn't get, um, you know, if if they didn't get, uh, you know, Le'Veon Bell uh, trades, Brian Burns versus Josh Allen. What's the differences? A uh, whole bunch of stuff. If if they did, if the Jets sign another safety, um, what's the best defensive system for them to utilize? You know, Leo Q. Uh, Q uh, Lee Adams may in the new strong safety or, or yeah, strong safety. Um, we're going to get into all that. To, well, I'm actually recording it tomorrow. I'm going to release it over the weekend. So we're going to have this show, which is going to be released hopefully tonight if I get it done in time. And then we'll probably have a show, another show released on Saturday or Sunday. That show is going to be a mailbag of at least 15 questions. It's probably going to go up anywhere to 20, 25 questions. I'm going to try to do that weekly. Like I said, I think, I think I'm going to start doing two shows a week now and even with the with the reviews of the uh players as you guys know uh i've been talking a lot about player reviews and there is so much to come um with that now with free agency when those players come just to give you guys come an update because i know you know for the people who really do look forward to the film reviews um i'm mostly going to do the main players like if the if the jets sign you know let's say like four key guys bell which which is good. Already did it, so I, I'm hoping for that. Um, but they sell they, they signed Bell, Paradis, Darby, Golden Tate, and Roger Saffold. Like those are the guys will do. If they sign a bunch of guys for like three four million dollars, that's most likely going to have to wait until after the draft and after I'm reviewing the draft prospects. Um, because I I just there's no time. I was actually doing a the review of uh, I'm, I'm looking at T.J. Hawkinson right now. I was like doing my reviews. Like I don't know how I'm going to pump out all of this 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 content within a within a uh, basically a month and a half from the draft and still a free agency coming up. So um, I'm actually going to read through it. And like I said, if I'm going to start doing the mailbag. So if you're on Twitter, look out for when I tweet that. Um, I'll, I'm going to share your, your, uh, your ads and things like that. And then kind of, you could, you could, you could send me takes. If you think something's a hot take and you want to, and you want to send it to me or show it to me and you, and you want to get my opinion on a hot take from somebody else and you just tag me in it and, and, and put it as like a mailbag or something like that. That's fine. If you want to ask me about the defense and a four, three versus three, four or different coverages and what that means or alignments or whatever, you can ask me that. If you want to ask me what my freaking favorite sandwich is, like, I don't care. I'm, I'm willing to have some fun with you guys and do that type of stuff. And uh, hopefully we can get to know each other a little bit. Cause I know that makes the show a little bit better. Um, not in a creepy like Tinder type of way, get to know, get to know each other, but uh, just overall person. Um, but I'm going to read some of the players I've done so far. And I'm going to read some of the players that I, um, I'm going to do. And like I said, I'm, I'm all over the place right now. because There's so much information uh, to, to remember to put out, but um, tweet me at the, for the mailbags or tag me in things you want me to talk about. Uh, and if you are not, and I know there's a lot of people who are not on Twitter um, and I've seen that we've been getting some like, or I've been getting some uh, kind of talk on Reddit and I've seen, I've seen some people talking about the show on Reddit and I appreciate that. And I, I, I encourage you, for, you know, for the show and for myself to keep sharing it on Reddit. So I don't have an account there. Um, but if you guys want to hear me talk about a, a topic, you can email me. It's blew it. Joe B L E W E T T Joe J O E. 
uh, toj at gmail.com. If you want to ask a question, um, I'll put it in the mailbag and, and I can talk about it on the show because I, I want to play to the Reddit people as well. Uh, same thing for YouTube. Um, there was a guy who asked a question last week. Uh, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to put that in the mailbag as well um, for whatever he asked. I forget exactly what it was. But if you want to you know, email me questions or, or you know, put them up on YouTube for, for the next uh, mailbag that I do, I'm more than happy to do that. But for the draft freaks right now, I'm going to go through the guys just so, like I said, you guys can have some input into the show because uh, I do the show for, um, you know, the listeners and, and the viewers. But so far I have done Nick Bosa, Josh Allen, Cleveland Farrell, uh, Brian Burge, Ja'Kai Polite, who dropped massively uh, after the combine, uh, Greedy Williams, Byron Murphy, uh, Jonah, Jonah Williams, Jawan Taylor, Quinton Williams, Ed Oliver, DK Metcalf, Nikhil Harry, uh, Rashawn Gary, uh, Devin White, TJ Hawkinson is about to be done. And then from there, I'm going to be doing Montez Sweat, Trayvon Mullen, DeAndre Baker, Greg Little, Dalton Risner, uh, Andre Dillard, Cody Ford, uh, Hakeem Butler, A.J. Brown, Kelvin Harmon, Devin Bush, and Noah Fant. If anybody else wants to see something really, really badly, um, then, then, then message me. Don't, don't message me about like some like third or fourth round prospect because I'm, I got 28 guys already. I don't even know how I'm going to put out the reviews. Usually with reviews, I'm going to I, I do like a whole write up of um, you know I, I do their strengths and weaknesses always, but I'm, I'm not going to do a whole write up for their fit into the team because I just don't have the time. I want to put a list of their strengths and weaknesses, and that's it. If they get drafted by the Jets, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm happy to um, to expand on, on the topic of whatever player that is. But like I said, email me blue at Joe Toj at Gmail for questions or add anybody to the list. Tweet me whatever Joe RB31 on Twitter. Um, like I said, this is our 31st podcast. One review, we appreciate that. Um, and we're going to start doing mailbags. So I think you're going to see me twice a week. If you maybe you don't want to, maybe you do. But if you're interested to hear some uh, things like questions I did not expect, like Brian Burns versus Josh Allen and what are their differences and stuff like that. And some good questions that you guys came up with for sure. So I appreciate you guys for asking me um, all of those questions. But let's get into the Le'Veon Bell film um, now so I, can, so I can get it done and I could uh, show up to work on time because as people who are employed know, it's not a good thing to uh, show up to work late. So the first play um, that we're going to go over from Bell, and if you didn't notice the little break right there, or the little cut in uh, and talking, it's actually because I'm going to be doing that. Uh, the same thing I did last week where I kind of took little breaks in between. I, I look back at it. I think obviously that's I'm at some spots, like you can definitely notice it. Um, but I think for time, kind of of the show and to reserve some time for you guys. I think it's a better option. And literally just be, be like, between that, like 30 seconds that I paused it, uh, got two more questions about uh, Quentin Williams. So it's going to be a fun mailbag tomorrow. We're going to have like 25 freaking questions. And then I'm going to be going into the Jets free agents. I'm going to basically open up a document with you guys like live. I'm going to look at all the Jets free agents, give a quick synopsis on each one. And then we're going to go into free agents and look at the top guys and look at all the guys and say who I'm interested in and give little, I guess background of what I know. I'm not, I'm not freaking researching 40 guys. I just don't, there's just no way film is more important. I don't need to talk about, Oh, well in 2015, you know, he had 700 yards. And then this year he had 800. Like I'm not, it's not what the show is. Um, so the, the first, the first one to go over, like I said, or I think we're going to do 38 right now. I'll do them relatively quickly. Um, but first play, uh, he is checking and releasing. He just, he just a check down, um, on this play bell, as you can tell, uh, catches the ball. Um, 
good footwork here uh, for for multiple reasons. And like I said, it's like th- his feet are really wider here to be able to make such a sharp cut. You don't really see that a lot. Like that's 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 leg power right there. You put you put a running back into um, like a, almost a full not a full split, but um, a really wide split like that. They're not going to be able to cut. It's just it's really hard to do that because you're 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 lessening your or. I don't know how to honestly how to say that from like mechanics, but it's harder to try to try to cut out of a split versus when your feet are, are shoulder width apart. That's basically what I'm saying. If you really have to stand up and you're questioning me, <laughs> you could you could stand up and make yourself look like a fool in front of your kids or your wife or your girlfriend that you don't have anymore. Um, but really good footwork for one one he's never looking to where where he's cutting, which again is is good. He turns around, haha, Clinton Dix, who is a terrible tackler now. Um, he's looking to the to the left side of Dix to his right side gives him a really hard <clears throat> jab to the outside head fake which which gets Clinton Dix to to jump outside and and uh Bell ends up actually clearing himself with that with that slight stiff arm right there um just to you know keep Dix's hands off of his uh off of his body and another thing that's really good with this footwork too is <clears throat> how he drags that back foot right there if if he was just going to hop into that, that'd be harder to slow down because then more momentum is going into that plant with the right foot. But because he's he's sliding that foot along the ground, it's slowing him down almost like not like a parachute or a break, whatever you want to call it. Um, I I say more like a break. Um, so it makes him be able to make a faster cut, even though he's he's giving that hard impression of that stab to the outside. Uh, another good thing too about the the, the footwork um is the fact that his his feet are parallel that's something you want to see um with with lateral cuts when you're you're able to to bounce back and forth more if your feet are lateral if one feet or one foot is in front in front of the other it's harder to move on a straight vertical or on a straight uh horizontal line so good play from him there uh footwork like i said not looking at uh wish he broke that arm tackle even though it looks like he just maybe his helmet hit him i don't know, I don't know how he fell Maybe someone didn't even hit him. Look at he just tripped right there. But uh, regardless, really good play from uh, from Mr. Le'Veon Bell right there. And we'll uh, let's get to the next play. All right. So this next play is <clears throat> it's almost like the um, the last play that we just had um, up. Let me pull myself up on the screen here. That would help so I can be able to share it. Um, it's almost it's it's actually pretty much exactly the same thing. I got to make this freaking window smaller so it's not taking up my entire computer screen. Um, but so the front side of the offensive line blocks to, to his left. You have some tight ends in there as well. You can call it a wedge block. You can call it down blocking, crack block from from the uh, from number 17, uh, number 21 right here. Uh, the one good thing is that, that Bell doesn't cut automatically outside, which would make 23 more reactionary and try to get outside, spin outside, whatever he can do. So <clears throat> the, one, the good thing is that he, that he presses and he doesn't panic right there. It's only a slight press, but it is a little bit of a press. Again, number 20 is playing this really poorly. You can see I was – you don't want to be hoppy. You see how his feet are off the ground and his base is way too wide to be able to cut. You don't want your feet off the ground because he can't react. This whole this whole split second, he cannot react to anything. He reacts, obviously. He's he's going to, to step into the ground to Bert to try to get to Bell, which he doesn't do. But he plays it he plays it poorly. Um, Bell never tips him off that he's that he's cutting inside. Again, hard plant more outside of his frame. Look how low his body is. He drops his hips right here. Drop drop your hips be uh, is a dropping your hips allows you to be able to make sharper cuts um which he does you can see again he drags that back foot he opens he opens it allowing his hips to open um dragging it for that break effect that i said before and he explodes that's that's he's really freaking low right there he's almost at a knee um which he might i don't know if his knee did touch but it looks like it was ridiculously uh, ridiculously close i say it probably didn't um but that's obviously a really good cut um sells going to the outside never looks inside and again even even here like 
at the end of runs, you see a lot of running backs just go down versus linebackers. The fact that he's, he's trying to throw stiff arms and get away from this guy and he's fighting, and that picks him up, this matters in the NFL. It, it, it really does. Um, he picks up an extra, let's say, three, almost four, four yards. Let's say, let's say three, four yards. That, that matters. So, um, again, a nice play um, from Bell right there. All right, and now we're going to be getting into the uh, Indianapolis Colts game that the Steelers played in 2017. I forget exactly which week it was. <clears throat> um, but this is more of like that ability, and, they, and the Steelers are running uh, counter, counter OF here. Um, people might want to say it's sweep, but it's not sweep. If you have the, the, the backside guard pulling <clears throat> and kicking out the, the E-mall and man on the line, we've talked about this, uh, for, but for new listeners, and man on line of scrimmage, uh, you can have email on both sides, the, the play side email. Uh, if that guard's going to kick him out and then you have an H back, a fullback leading the way, um, it's not power. It's a counter OF. That's, this is what this play is, uh, is called. And again, Bell, just, this, just the patience here um, in, in, a phone, in a phone booth. This is pretty much as tight. Like that's a, that's, this is tight right here. This is not – he doesn't have a massive hole right here and always needs massive holes to, to cut through this. Could Elijah McGuire run like this or do this? I'm going to say no um, because this is just extreme patience, one, to, to just hold up. And, and he's assessing the situation. You can see his eyes bouncing around right here. And, and as he's coming through, um, you know, this, this gap on the line of scrimmage, he notices that number 44 right here – has um, the the outside leverage on number forty four and four, uh, 44 is inside. He's also he's also holding up right here because he realizes that's a little bit congested, and he knows he has to let the block develop from whoever is is coming from the backside there. The tight end it looks like eighty five or eighty six. Um, so he lets both of his blocks develop, um, and then he bursts to the to the outside, and he picks up you know what what probably for most running backs would be. Uh, a one-yard gain, maybe a two-yard gain, maybe a one-yard loss, and he turns into five, 10, like 12, 13 yards, 11 yards, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, he, and, he, and he's not going to go out of bounds either. Too. I like the little step from right there, the competitive toughness. He, he doesn't just run out of bounds. Um, so that's something you definitely like to say. I'm just going to go to the next play because it's, 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 um, it's a quick one, and it's just blocking again. I'm not going to do too much blocking – you know, for the rest of it, at least I don't think so. I didn't go over all of them before I before I'm going to do this. But again, and and before this, I remember recording this. He he's always you always see Bell's eyes. Just he's standing in the backfield right next to Ben. Um, you know, uh, split from him, and he's always scanning scanning the field. And he's sent to to block opposite right here. You could see as the as the right guard from the left tackle um are in gap like gap slide protection to the left and the right and the right tackle has the the email the. Uh, the defensive end right there, who is a four-point stance. You could probably call him a nine-tech. I would, I would say he's a nine-tech. And Bell keys that linebacker. Um, blitzing right here, you know, over the over the five-tech um, into that B-gap. And, again, look, it's not – he's not afraid to deliver blows. Now, maybe you want to see him get a little bit more square right here. Maybe maybe you want to see a slight slide in front of him so, so his hips – so he didn't kind of open up this area to go around here. So maybe a little bit more square, maybe shoot the hands out. Um, <clears throat> but he's not an offensive lineman. He's not going to have perfect pass blocking. But but he holds up a, a linebacker um, and delivers a shot from him. If I play this in, in full in full speed, you can see how quickly this has, actually happens. He delivers a blow um, to this linebacker. It's not like, oh, it's just an easy, that's just an easy uh, hit or he just, he just kind of uh, absorbed the hit. Bell actually delivers a hit right there. Um, so it's something you definitely want to see. And linebackers are going to think twice about blitzing him now they're not going to be like oh i'm afraid of bell but 
um, as if you play just a little slightest or put a little bit slightest bit of doubt in, in a linebacker's head, defensive ends, how they're able to get there, um, maybe they don't rush as hard. Maybe um, they forget some of their techniques, whatever it may be. So it is obviously important uh, for Sam Donald to have a better pass blocking running back because we, we've said it before. Uh, I don't think McGuire's bad. I think last week I said he's not good. I think he's okay from what I've seen. Powell's good. Bell is fantastic, and Cannon and Corral, you cannot rely on them at all. So having a like a five and a half offensive lineman back there when Bell is checking and releasing or just stayed in or, or staying in to to block, it's definitely an advantage for uh, Sam Darnold and the offense. All right, we're gonna do two plays right in a row again for for this next one. Uh, this next one, it, this this is another trade that's a little bit rare um, that you don't see a lot. Is just in just patience on the goal line. Um, as Bell takes takes the handoff, you can see you can see him reading the play side right here. This this is an inside zone split. It's supposed to be an inside zone split. Um, and Bell doesn't like what he sees. You see him reading the the uh, play side gaps as he takes the handoff. He doesn't like what he sees. He sees a linebacker coming through this 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 massive gap. So he decides to, um, you know, cut to the cut to the backside, and. You can see as he cuts to the backside, he's waiting for that block to develop from number 81. And you can see, one, he has – that's going to flex it. Like, you see that flexibility in his lower body right there, like, on the, on this cut. Like, that's – that you talk about, like you see, like, flexibleness or flexibility – flexibleness uh, – flexibility from, from his lower body right there. And he's, he's hopping laterally um, to, the, to the backside right here. And he kind of – he's holding these – you can see how, how that motion of his body, like, hopping to the outside, holds these guys – holds that linebacker. Um, on that back side there. So instead, so now if he was to just to just put his head down at this point right here and try to either shoot into the inside or to the outside of his tight end, this this uh, safety or defensive back is gonna is gonna blow may potentially blow it up and he's not gonna get a touchdown. Um, but because he has that patience to let that block develop from number eighty one, he holds that that safety outside, uh, lets the block develop from eighty one. Who's gonna who picks up that that uh, I don't know if it's a safety or defensive back. It looks like a a the outside linebacker who, uh, you know, was scraping down the line a little bit to pick, he picks that up and he, you know, bursts through for a touchdown. So uh, just that patience on the goal line is something you do not see a, a lot. in in my opinion, um, because people, it's obviously a really confined space and a lot of things happen really quickly. And you don't assume that if you, you, you know, or people assume that if you don't get in the end zone, the first second or two, um, you're not going to score because there's just so, so many people in such a close proximity, somebody's going to get to you. Um, but to have that vision, have that patience, have that lower fit, love, lower body flexibility. Um, is something that's like I said, rare. And it's another quality that bell has and just not a lot of other guys have. Um, Again, it's another run where Bell. So it's a sprint. It's a sprint draw, um, and Bell is again absurdly patient. Um, he he's reading the second level right here. He see he knows that this this linebacker is going to get picked up um, by number sixty six here, who's on that combo block, and he's in a he's in a he kind of works on where lets number fifty five run into him on you know, the back as a backside linebacker, and because Bell sees that, he's a little bit more patient. Um, again, he, he puts the brakes on, uh, he gets in position, ready to cut. He lets 81, which lays a nice block on, on 59 right here. He lets that block develop and then he, he bursts through, um, again for another gain. So it's just it, the, that, that patience on consistent basis. It's not just one play. It's not two plays. It's not three plays. Um, it's just, it, it really is, um, consistent. I'm going to play this, um, yeah, so this is this is like the this is where I talk about like altering the speed right here of, of Bell. The, they're running an outside zone. Um, 
right here and you see how bell you see how he's he's it almost looks like he's like jogging like for us for for regular kid that's like probably full sprinting but you can see how he's upright right here he's not really over his his toes he's not really full sprint and he and he sees um that number 90 right here is pressing him you know he's coming off field a little bit and then bell alters his path a little bit see how he's, yeah, so he's, he's a little bit more aggressive then he flattens that out right here to get around him and he turns on the jets you can see it boom jets boom right there so the ability to stay patient um to alter your speed while you're while you're reading the defense and how the offensive line line is working against it um and then be able to burst around tackles and alter or attempted tacklers and and uh and alter your angles at it really quickly like that is, is again great and this again um should have been tackled at whatever yard line it is and because he's aggressive he picks up another three yards um, there's not a lot of defensive backs uh, or safeties or even linebackers who like tackle on this guy. Sometimes even linemen. I've seen, I've seen truck over some linemen um, or stiff arm the crap out of them. Uh, a lot of running backs here, you know, you concede the run, okay. You know, you know you're probably going to get tackled. I'm just going to run out of bounds. Um, no, Bell lowers his shoulder, rocks, you know, uh, 36 right here. Um, is not going to let him come, up, come in with it. It's a lazy shoulder tackle and not really wrap him up. Um, delivers that blow and then uh, continues on for more yardage. So I, I love when people and this is you could this is like the plays you could see that Le'Veon Bell loves the game, um, <clears throat> and this uh, this play I think this is probably the best play I saw from 2017. There's a couple close contenders. Um, again, he's check and release type deal right here. Um, now is it a, is it just a delayed check down or is it check and release? It's 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 hard to tell without seeing the actual playbook. Uh, looks like it's more of like a delayed. Just a, a delayed, uh, delayed release right here as a check down option, um, but this, yeah, this this play is this kind of encapsulates everything that that you see. He breaks, he, he gets away from multiple. I think like it's like five or six tackles right here. Um, catches the ball, assesses the situation, sees that fifty seven is there, gives him a hard jab, cuts up field. Fifty seven is 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 has no shot really, um, and this is from this is from stop. Like he didn't he didn't get momentum into this cut or anything like that. Just Boom, hard play outside and burst right past them. Um, avoids, so he, so he uh, gets out of one tackle. Uh, you can see his little bit of shift right there um, to, to keep his legs away um, from 26, like almost like an ole. So that's two tackles, three if you want to call it that from 55. <laughs> um, four, five, um, yeah, five tackles. And you've, people have seen this stiff arm before. Um, just ridiculous one again he's he, he's processing so much right now he's he's not even looking at 43 right here if you're watching on and, and if, if you're just listening to the podcast like i said youtube we know we're on youtube right now uh we do we do it all film and you could see me you could see the film um but he's not even really looking at 40 with 43 i said right there he's looking at, at 27 and at, uh, assessing where he's gonna go so that's why he cuts upfield because 27 is coming you know hard to the outside and one stiff arm right there keeps his feet clean, which is nice. And he doesn't have full power going to the stiff arm on 27 right here. And it is a little choppy right now because I am like playing a choppy because I'm trying to just play it really slowly. Um, again, full arm extension, good good area of, this, of the stiff arm, right in the face mask, almost like a little bit on, on the chin right here. Um, and one arm is always longer than two, as you can see right here. That's what people talk about. Like you need long arms because if you're if if you don't have long arms, you can't grab them. Whether it be tackles, defensive ends, outside linebackers, it's it's important to have arm length, and this is a reason why. Um, stiff arms a crap out of, <laughs> out of Drake Kirkpatrick right there. Uh, continues running and still has enough gas at the end of it. 
Um, when I think that's Vincent Ray right there, 57. Yeah, Vincent Ray comes in there. And again, is, is even stiff-arming him at the end of it. Like, he, he just, like, how many running backs in the league do you, honestly, have you watched who, at this point in the run, <clears throat> when they're one yard away from the, from the, from the uh, you know, the out-of-bounds marker, are going to try to throw another stiff arm just to get another, maybe whether it be another yard or deliver a blow. He just lo- he, he likes playing football. He likes being dominant. Um, I'm just going to let this play through this, this stiff arm because that is, <laughs> that is a thing of, of, uh, of beauty for sure from, from Bell. Like I said, not even generating full power going. It's actually just broke multiple tackles. Um, that, is, that is pretty ridiculous play. And this is a season – where people have talked about and said about Bell that he is um, – this is one of his disappointing seasons in 2017. I watched his most disappointing season, and, um, and I'm uh, ridiculously impressed. Now, this is one of the um, – this is one of the negative plays where I think he just has to take what's, what's available. As you can see, they're running, they're running – uh, call, yeah, it's called a lead outside zone, or let's call it a – not even lead outside zone. Let's call it a lead zone. Um, and he's just trying to get too much. He's trying to assess too much, and he, and he just waits way too long. At this point, when this is all developing, when you see number 50, whatever he is, um, crashing over like that, at this point, just, just I, we all know he has the ability to just put, put his right foot in the ground here and explode up through, um, which I think is the, which is the, yeah, the, uh, the A-gap. So just explode to that A-gap right here. You, you get five, six, seven yards. Maybe if you, even if you, this guy, if these guys hold their blocks and you can break the tackle of, of – uh, whoever that is, 40-something, the, the safety. Um, maybe it's even a bigger run because, because he waits and he's a little bit too hoppy. Like, this is where the footwork – I think his sh- – yes, he's a little bit too hoppy right here. I don't, I don't like that hoppiness, especially when you know you're about to cut. We talked about it before. The, the strides are a little bit too long for me right there. You want more short and choppy sh- strides as you know you're about to come into a cut. And because he's a little bit too hoppy and he's a little bit too upright and his strides are too long, um, this is why he hits number 74, which, you know um, – is delaying him even farther from getting into uh, into that B gap. So didn't like this run from Bell, and that's why I said some of the issues, um, you know, come from that. And this is even still like a good result. Like you would watch this and be like, yeah, this is a good play, which it is a good play. Like you watch on film, look, and this is what I talk about breaking tackles of, of defensive linemen. Again, that that's always always well timed and well placed stiff arms. As soon as they're coming to extend for you, that's when he steps arms. Not not too early, not too late. It's always per, like pretty much perfect timing. He just has such a good feel for it. Um, breaks another arm tackle too. So he breaks like two tackles right here. Um, but I'm still going to to kind of put that down um, as a negative for me um, from what I want to from what I want to see. I'm just going to go into the next one. Maybe I'll pause sometimes. Maybe I won't pause sometimes, depending on uh, how my computer is working with me. Um, Again, this is – it's just it's, – it's pretty ridiculous. Um, inside zone split, again, here. Uh, number f- 53 gets gets destroyed. I don't – is 97 Chris Jones? I, I believe he is. Um, I could be wrong. Um, I'm not an expert on other people's teams. Um, but, again, inside zone, you're, you're always going to be assessing the, in, the inside gap to the outside gap. So now if it's a wide zone, outside zone, you might be starting at the BC gap instead of the inside. Your, your secondary read might be the inside, whereas the inside zone, your first read is the inside on the, on the, plot, the, the first gap on the play side and then uh, works over you know, through the, uh, going more exterior to the, to the, uh, to the outside. But, um, again, his reading – doesn't necessarily like what he sees right here because uh, number fifty-three just got wrecked by uh, by number ninety-seven right here. So Bell again, lower body flexibility um, right here. He's low low to the ground, able to make dy- that's a good, that's a that's what you call like another dynamic cut. Like this isn't a normal cut for people to make, and it's outside of his frame. 
and he he's hopping into a gap. It's it's he's not like planting and exploding. He's literally like this is just like backyard type football. Where you're you're you have the vision and the patience. Like when he goes to hop, this is what it looks like. Like it's not that big, and like you got to realize this is not this is not happening at at the, the speed I'm playing this at. It's all happening very very quickly. And you realize the hop through this backside gap, and then he plants and explodes upfield. Um, and he still fights for more yards. There, you have number twenty one here. He breaks his tackle. You're not going to take him down on on uh, just like barely arm tackles. You're not really getting your head through that tackle and driving your feet. It just doesn't happen a lot. Um, so he, he's most likely going to break that, that tackle. Maybe he's going to trip up. Um, but uh, this is, and I'll, I'll play it at full speed so you appreciate how fast this really this really happens. To be able to hop through that backside gap is just, it is it is really really crazy. And you have to like um, what you see from from Bell there. Um, so this one I labeled as a counter counter sweep vision cut finish. <laughs> I just put like a bunch of notes on there. Um, let's see if I should actually call this a counter though. Um. Yeah, back backside. I would I would say it's another counter counter OF, um, because of exactly yeah what happens um, right here. Yeah, I would call I'll call it counter OF. You call it sweep maybe if you want to, um, but the vision he has again here um, while he's pressing the outside one, he's not coming at full speed again. You can see you can see you can see the difference in his, in his strides and when he goes from fast or, or slow to fast. Like here now he's going fast, but like you can see here he's barely he's like he's it's like a fast jog for him. Um, so he's altering his speed again to, to let the play develop, let his blockers develop. And you could see his vision right here, like the peripheral vision right here to, to realize that number 49 might, might be able to get up and tackle him. Like he's not, I mean, he's not necessarily looking at him. I, he's looking to the outside number, to number 39. He sees the flash of red getting up right there, drops his hips. You can see him drop those hips, plant hard, flatten an angle to the, to the outside, literally makes 59 truck over number 49 like that. He just absolutely made a guy truck each other like Larry and Mo, um, and fights for more yards again. And what does he do at the end of the play? He doesn't just concede. He doesn't just give up and let him bring him down. He he's freaking rocking people. Like he's it's man. I don't know. I don't know how you watch this guy. And then you, you watch guys like Telvin Coleman or whoever, whether I know a lot of people don't watch film and really review stuff. They might watch, you know, YouTube pilots and say it's film. Um, but I don't understand how you see guys like Bell playing. Even if you just watch one or two games of him a year on national television, whatever it is, Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, and then you watch guys like Coleman and Ingram, and, and you think that for 4 or $5 million that you'd rather have one of those guys over Bell, who I've been showing this entire show, the last two shows, um, is absurdly impressive in, in so many different ways. Um, it, it really is uh, you know, crazy. This is another – you call it uh, – hmm. You call it another counter counter OF. It's almost like another sweep as well, though, because like sweeps go outside. Counter OF, though, you know that, that technicality of of counter OF. You have the backside kicking out the E mall and the the H back fullback, whatever it may be, um, leading him through. So we'll call it a counter OF for now. Um, but this is where I talk about the speed as well. Um, well let me. Yeah. Okay. So now you can see you can see it better, a little bit better when you play in, in, in fast motion. Again, this is just the the altering of the speed right here. Do you see as fifty six comes down and crashing down right here? You see how Bell like right there, like watch as as he flattens his angle right here. If if I play in, in fast motion again, as he sees fifty six coming out here, one he kind of like throws out that hand like he's about to stiff arm him if he's if he's coming downhill and he actually does get him, but he alters his speed right there to get outside of fifty six. Um, 
to pick up another another good game. But if I play it again, you can see the you can see the altered speed now that I pointed it out. But watch right there, just to get outside. Um, acceleration to get through holes is important. People who play it at the same speed um, all the time, it's that's not good. Um, just because you're not able to to hold up and let offensive linemen get into their blocks and things like that. So um, it is a good trait that he has. Uh, let's see what this one is. Yeah, it's multiple jump cuts again. Another stiff arm. Man, uh, he just he, he really does run so hard. Um, can on this on, so on this play again. You see, as he's as he's taking, you know, as his as his track, um, as he's waiting for that backside guard to kick out the. This is almost like a, this is almost like a counter. Um, there's there's nobody leading for him, so it's almost like we call it like a power counter. Um, and as he's taking, as he's at the mesh point here, he sees he sees number ninety five. Could that be Christians? I don't know the numbers on the Chiefs, but he cuts hard to the outside, and just two cuts, one cut. Two cut, just it's just it's just so smooth, and so it's so it's so quick. The way he drops his hips both times, you see that the drop of the hips, drop the hips, cut. He sees the block developing from seventy four, and he puts himself in good position to get that back foot, um, to get that the the foot that once is forward, um, as his back foot right here to explode through. Because if this foot is forward. Um, let's see here. If this foot is forward, he's not going to be able to cut to the outside as well. He has to be able to, he has to have his hips open right there. Um, so it's really, it's really, really nice again. And <clears throat> with that drop of the hip, something I almost like ignore now because it's just, it's, I'm so used to it with this, with his feet is <clears throat> as he's taking this mesh and he's kind of hopping towards a lot of scrimmage. You see this foot is opening. I've talked about that a lot last week. I know I did. Um, but the foot is opening, allowing your hips open. <clears throat> if your if your foot is straight, your hips can't come through. Um, just try to, just try to rotate. You can, you can stand up and try to rotate your hips through when your hip is through, through when your foot is open or not open. And, and you can see exactly what I'm talking about. So that footwork to be able to do that to the two, uh, jump cuts right there. Uh, the patience, the, the, the letting the, the blocks develop. It's almost like I'm saying the same thing every time because every run is just the same thing of just, just damn impressive. Uh, it's just damn impressive to me. And again, another, another blocks coming in here. The guy's coming up super freaking high. Why you're coming in high versus Le'Veon Bell. Um, I don't know, but you're, you're just not a smart football player and, and he ducks them and stiff arms them. Um, and because of that, you know, he gains another, let's say two, three, four yards. That's, it's bigger than people think these, these yards accumulate. And this is why, um, he just is as good as he is. Next one I'm bringing up here is, uh, again, this is one of the, uh, more ridiculous runs you're going to see, um, in the NFL, um, so as we play it, let's see here. Um, there's a lot of things I, I remember about this play. Um, as he takes the handoff, obviously, there's a, this, is, this is when he takes the handoff. This is what he sees. Um, it's, it's not like every hole was perfect for, for the Steelers last year. Um, I'm trying to th- – this is, this is looks like it's almost supposed to be another counter OF, but they blow it up. You can see that they're starting to to. I, it looks like yeah, it's it's going to be another counter OF, and as soon as this tackle, but it's a it's a backside tackle pulling instead. Um, at least it looks like it. Uh, yeah. So as as soon as that tackle, um, you know, starts to pull, fifty crashes hard down, um, and Bell um, obviously does not like the situation. Thirty eight crashes down here. Fifty seven's there. You have number fifty one is crashing down um, hard here to take on that lead block, and this is this is what he this is what he 
what his situation is as he takes the ball um, or, or comes to that mesh point. So again, plants hard in the ground, opens up that, that left foot, allowing his hips to get come through. Um, kind of just stays a little bit horizontal right there to allow anything to develop that's going to. Um, and, and it does as, as 74 um, kind of resets his hands right here and his feet. He's able to, uh, to kind of kick out number 51 a little bit more. Um, number 81, which I believe is Jesse James, um, you know, moves his guy from, from the outside to the, to the, or from the inside to the outside, letting Bell, um, you know, plant hard, plants hard right here explodes and, and his hips are facing and this is like this is again and this is impressive just by showing like leg strength right here his this is where his body wants to go his feet are going here again he's opening that foot right here it's like it looks like a weird it's like his feet are in a weird position but this is why he's doing it on purpose which allows him to burst uh, quicker upfield that's a, that's leg strength right here the hips the hips dropping um the, the stop start ability and that's not even the, the best part of the run this is um, awesome to, to me. I, I, I really like this part of the run. One, he breaks another tackle. You can see how he lowers his hips a little. You can, you can see how he kind of lessens his body right here a little bit. Um, and he drops his weight a little bit right here to, to lessen the blow, to make himself more compact, to absorb that blow. And as he's getting hit, he's not even looking at the guy. He's looking at uh, the defensive back right here. Um, and because to get off of this, to get off the arm, the arm tackle, he kind of has to raise that knee up right here, and he he ends up, you know, backwards. Um, but he's still looking at <laughs> at the. This is crazy, man. I I don't I don't even know how to explain this. But as he's getting hit, he's still looking, still looking, still looking, and because he knows he's outside leverage, what does he do? He's plants hard backwards. He's planting and and, and setting up runs literally backwards. Um. And then burst hard upfield again, and this is from coming. This is from coming from a broken tackle, and in, in midair, he's able to cut boom that hard really, really quickly. There's really no hesitation. He gets out of that out of that uh, out of that cut really, really fast. Um, burst upfield, and again, is finding even more lanes, and you know has two, three guys have to take him down at the end right here. This um, that run again, uh, Kevin Pierre Louis, so he knows who uh, Le'Veon Bell is, but um, again, just just some of the most ridiculous runs we're going to see with this guy on, on a weekly basis. All right. Next one is pretty, it's, it's not as impressive because that last one was just ridiculous, but this one is, it's not far off from it. Uh, they run a ISO lead zone. Um, and this part's not that impressive. The, the part that's impressive here um, is one that you see this, uh, the safety linebacker, whatever he is, looks more like a, I would say more like a linebacker, a body type. Um, but he sees him, he sees him coming down a hill or taking an angle towards, um, towards Bell, sorry. Um, and he kind of alters his path right here. Now, if he was to, to, to have a path that's more close toward, if he was to stay sh more straight, um, the blow delivered by this, this uh, linebacker would be a little bit harder to break, but because he alters his path, um, th that linebacker, the, de the, you know, the defender has to dive for him and diving, like I said, with your head not across and not being able to drive through and trying to like tackle Bell is not, you know, the best idea. Um, or it's not going to really often work out, but that's not the, the really impressive part. What's really impressive, like really, really, truly impressive right here is, is the footwork. Absorbing the blow right here, but notice how his right foot plants right here. And you see how he double hops on that right foot? One, two. He never touches with, with his left foot. So his left foot's off the ground. And again, <laughs> this is 
man. And as he's coming into that second hop, you see what he's doing with his foot. You see what I'm saying? Like that, that weird, like almost like looking to come into like a weird soccer kick. Um, again, to open those hips. And that's just, the, that's just sharpness of cuts and power. And, and the reason that he does that is, is one, because he's, he's still getting that leg away um, from number 49. But another reason he's doing it is because if he was to take this leg out and he was to step with the left and then step with the right and then try to plant or, – or sorry, step with the left, plant with the right, and burst up field – he, he wouldn't be able to cut underneath of that tackle. So he would be more, you know, here instead of a little bit a yard or a half yard shorter. So he's altering his stride and his footwork to be able to cut sooner. Um, like I, I, again, I said, the, the, the hard head fake right here, drop of the hips, the double hop off the right foot, the footwork opening up of the left foot, um, the power in those legs to drive forward um, from that position, the, the contact balance, um, the awareness of holes, the awareness of other defenders, Man, it's. I'm really hoping that on Wednesday the Jets kick off free agency with signing Le'Veon Bell as, as the hour kicks off. Um, I know I'm going to take some questions next week about like about Le'Veon Bell and people said, oh, running backs are overvalued position. It's not an overvalued position one when you have one of the best running backs um, in the league, if not the best running back, a player who's a top five skill position in the NFL. Um, when the Jets are lacking elite playmakers on on offense or any elite playmaker on offense, you have to capitalize on Darnold. We talked about all this all last week, but. To just say, oh, let's get Coleman or Ingram when they're not even close to Bell's level, in my opinion, I, I think is kind of dumb. Now, if they if they don't end up with Bell and they end up with Ingram or Coleman, they're they're better running backs than we have than we than we have right now. So I'm fine with that. I think Ingram is actually is actually pretty good. He's 29, so he's probably gonna come on the he's he's kind of on the downtrend. Um, but still, uh, so the the Steelers are running counter right here. Um, or actually, I know it's a sweep. Um, so. This isn't. I'm going over every play I put up. So this, not every single play I'm going to put up is like ridiculous. But I like how he keeps his leg clean. Uh, his legs clean right here. As number fifty-six right here, he sifts through some traffic and he trips right here. So he has to just kind of throw his shoulder into him. Bell notices that he puts his hand on his shoulder to kind of force him down into the ground quicker. Now, if he didn't do that, maybe he would hit above Bell's knees and then Bell would flip over him. But because um, but because Bell, you know, pushed him down a little bit farther, he was able to to kind of get his his uh kind of like do like almost like a like a split over him, like jump over him a little bit right here. Um, where if he didn't push him down right there, um, maybe he wasn't able to. So I like the ability to keep the leg clean, uh, the legs clean, um, right here for sure. There's some running backs who just don't have this type of awareness and the ability to keep those legs clean right here. Who, who are gonna get who are gonna get tripped over here and just fall right down to the ground? Um, and then again, this is just this is just what Bell does. Gives him a little the, the linebacker uh, who's taking a high angle right here to, to be more conservative. Um, doesn't doesn't really like, he looks at him, but then he doesn't look at him, and he gives him this little hesitation. Um, and look at that another like dynamic cut right here. Um, jump cuts inside, and you know makes number forty nine look foolish. And because of this, what is what happens? Let's say he gets tackled uh, right there. Let's say that's three yards now. Uh, eight yards, another four. So it's like another twelve yards because he did because he does this. A lot of running backs eh, just go out of bounds right here, but uh, it it, it never ends um, with Bell and, and the you know the consistent fight you see for for extra yardage. All right, got another two plays. Um, that it's almost hard at this point not just say every run is great because it, it they 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 all pretty much are. Um, as Bell gets this little pitch shovel right here, 
it's like it's a, like I said, it's a lot of little subtle things that people don't realize that that make people great. People, oh well, you know, fifty six or you know, Dante Fowler just missed his tackle. What is he doing? It's because Bell noticed him and he plants right here and and takes a little bit more of an angle upfield um, to alter his track to get away from fifty six. That's a, that's a little subtle movement right there that gets him away. Um, he's running upfield again with that peripheral vision right here. He sees that number fifty, which I believe is Talvin Smith, is coming at him. Um, so you get again. You see a little bit of the altar of of the track that he takes. Um, plants again, drops those hips. Plants hard outside, opens the inside foot, and gives number um, whoever that is forty two, which I believe is Barry Church, a really hard head fake outside. Uh, cuts up field, breaks a leg tackle. As as that leg tackle uh, tackle is still getting broken, or you know he just just broke it. Again, what happens? You see that back right foot right over the the, the head of number forty two right here. You could see it. You could see it, it. It's opening, so it's not open. And then as it breaks, he opens it, um, which allow again allows those hips to open up. I say it a lot. The pa- the the leg strength, the power, the dropping of the hips. Another head fake. So it's boom head fake. So it's it's literally all in succession of each other. Of uh, let me play this. It's not letting me play, but. You have the altar of the tracker here, get away, get away from the inside tackle, um, plant head fake, plant head fake, and he bursts forward for uh, four yards. And again, um, it just it's, it, it seems like it's almost uh, never ending uh, with this guy. Um, this next one is a, an option route. Uh, or Yeah, he, it's an option route. Again, they're, they're another gun set. The Steelers ran a lot of gun, uh, which the Jets are going to do a lot this year too with, with Adam Gase. That is what he uh, prefers to do, run gun sets. And things like that. We're on play 39. We have 19, 19 left. Yeah, we'll be able to get this done. Um, so it's a poor play by whoever that is, which I don't, I don't know what number. Uh, actually, it's I guess it's Telvin Smith again, actually. Um, so once guys come into your zone, you're responsible for them. Now, right, right now, he's just covering grass. He, look, look at his right ankle. This is just – it's hilarious. Like This we call breaking ankles right here is, is because – Bell is one. He's eating up that space. So you see, he's not. He's not cutting. Maybe get, usually when you're cutting away from from a guy, you want to be arm length away from your arm length. They can they can they can hit you. They can jam you. You usually want to be arm length. So maybe he's a he's he's about arm length. So he he gets on his toes, which makes number uh, number fifty right here, uh, Talvin Smith, feel a little bit uncomfortable. He plays it piss poorly anyway because he's looking into the backfield, which you're not gonna you're you're taking away one of your senses right here. And, and he doesn't get any hands on. So he doesn't play this well. Um, but because of Bell, because of that head fake, because of the, the leg strength, the ability to, to just burst through, um, you know, that route just literally breaks um, Talvin Smith's ankle right here. And it's kind of just funny to play. Like he's like trying to dance or something like that. But uh, I'm not – I would not be surprised after that. He actually did legitimately um, have a sprain or, or a slight sprain because um, that's just that, – that did not look uh, pretty for sure. So. All right, next play is just another um, one of those pass blocking plays, but it's 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 a pass blocking play that you know you have to show it because he's one he's knocking he knocks Calais Campbell on his ass right here. So you have a you have a uh, et stunt right here. Uh, you can see Bell you know picks it up. He 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 notices what's happening as soon as he sees number ninety one cut in uh, cut inside right here. Uh, he has that feeling that ninety three is going to cut in uh, cut to the outside. And that on that like I said, the, the Steelers pick it up pretty well. All of them together pick it up pretty well. Um, to be completely honest, but again, Bell, even though, you know, obviously 93 does not have, he's not super low um, because he's trying to get, he's trying to bend a corner to get a sack. Um, Bell still pops him and, 
and it's a little bit because their feet, their feet get tied up, but he, he, he pops them on his ass right there. So um, really nice play from Bell, like I said, just, just showing the, the willingness to throw his shoulder um, into defensive linemen and not leaving too early, things like that. There are some plays where I like to see him get a little bit more squared up, like I said, or, or deliver more of a shot, but nobody's perfect in any area of their game. It does not matter who you are. Um, people screw up plays. There's, there's been no player in the NFL who, who can't improve the slightest thing on probably every single play. Maybe there's one or two plays that are absolutely perfect, but I, I, I've never seen a perfect snap from, from anybody. We can't alter anything. Um, or if they are, they're, they're pretty few and far between. Um, where if you really want to get nitpicky, but um, here uh, running a sweep. And again, it's just like such subtle vision that this guy has that he notices number 90 right here, uh, who is the E-Mall um is is kind of he's coming into into his sight line and that, that look at that like this is something you you watch like if you watch this okay like you might not even notice it um it looks like he just gets past them that slight little knock away with his right hand of the defender's right hand um you know potentially keeps him uh, you know have, uh you know keeps his momentum going forward whatever it is maybe he is he is able to make the arm tackle on bell which i severely doubt um but some nice cuts right here one he knocks that away and he knocks it away as he's cutting. And I like how his feet are pretty much almost inside of his frame. I, I say frame like is inside of your shoulder. So it, they're, they're pretty much inside of his frame. Um, now, when your feet are outside your frame, you're not going to be able to cut as, as well and burst as well. Um, but you can see because his feet are inside of his frame here, you see how fast that cut is. Um, you know, he's not running like at a full speed, but uh, that, that cut is still really, really fast, really, really sharp because, because of his footwork inside of his frame, that slight knock away. Um, and again, he, he fights for more extra, or he fights for extra yards there. Um, got a couple more of, you know, showing that type of stuff. Um, let me pause real quick. All right, I'm just going to run through this next couple of plays right here. Um, let's see. Hopefully I didn't bring this one up. All right, so you got a, you got a sweep to the, um, to the boundary side right here. Um, and this is really, this is really, again, where you see, you know, one bell's awareness. You like, you like that cut, that hard cut right there because he notices that, uh, that, uh, the outside linebacker stand up DN, whatever he may be, um, cuts hard inside. So he cuts, bell cuts hard outside. Bell sees that this defensive back, um, is coming, you know, hard at aggressive angle, which is, a, again, he played that pretty bad. Um, but you see that bell right here, you could see that he even knows, even though you know he's pressing. So Bell knows he's not going to beat this defensive back outside because of how aggressive he's coming downhill. So he's going to press outside to make to keep that defensive back's angle exactly where it is. Now, um, it could because if if Bell was just trying to cut upfield right here and pressed against number sixty six to try to cut uh, upfield too early, um, the defensive back might adjust his angle. But because Bell kind of presses the outside a little bit. Um, and then cuts upfield that keeps that defensive back's angle, um, you know, at where at where it currently is. Um, and again, you see you see Bell, you know, shove his offensive lineman forward right here. You, some a lot of uh, you know running backs you see him just kind of hit, and then the play dies right there. But that ability, this ability too, again, keeping the legs clean um, is something important. Again, lowers his shoulder, delivering some shots, even though he does get tackled, but he's still dropping his shoulder, which again you uh, you have to love to see. Um, especially if you watch tape and you see a lot, you don't see a lot of running backs, um, you know, like this. Uh, another sweep play right here, um, and this 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 whole thing is not impressive. Okay, yeah, that's a hole he should find. That's a hole he should find. The really really impressive thing right here again, keeping the legs clean, breaking semi two tackles. Let's call it one two three. But the really impressive thing is he does not he he doesn't even look at um, is that Weddle. 
Yeah, that's Weddle. So he doesn't see Weddle coming, breaks one arm tackle, uh, and then that quick drop of the weight right there. He knows he's coming, drops the weight, lowers his shoulder, um, again, compacting his body, you know, better able to absorb the hit. Um, and he bounces off of Weddle uh, again for another, let's say, two, three, four, five, maybe six yards. Um, I, I don't have to keep repeating myself, but I'm, I'm just I'm going to keep showing everybody um, just just example after example of, of why he's um, probably I don't know where I have him and Barkley. I, I think Barkley going to the NFL this year is probably going to be the best running back. I probably have Bell two and I probably have Zeke three. Just based on their on their versatility, I think I think Gurley, you put him in a different system with a different coach with not not as many weapons. I don't think he's as good as people think he is. That's just my opinion. I I still think he's probably four, but I don't think he's number one or two like a lot of people think um, that he is. But you see another sweep right here. Um, Bell obviously bounces out to the outside, which he should do. It's you know it's necessary. It's not that great of a play. Um, but really, just the end is just this: this the one, the power and the contact balance to be able to pull this off. He has number twenty-one, which is Webb. Is that Webb? I, mean, I don't know if anybody knows Ravens players or can know that looking up. I, th- I think I think twenty-one is Webb. Um, but Webb is on his back. Bell is still able to drop his hips, lower his shoulder, and spin off of that. He didn't. He didn't. He he didn't necessarily spin because of twenty-one on his back, but he kind of got assisted into the spin because twenty-one was on his back because twenty-one had a almost like a horse collar, actually. Um, hit a horse collar on him. His momentum was taking him outside, so Bell just played to that momentum, lowered his shoulder, and spun to the outside because his that's where his you know his, his best momentum was going, where if he tried to lower his shoulder and cut you know more upfield, um, then his momentum would be kind of going in two ways, but because of the guy on his back, he, he cuts with that. So, like, that, that just – that awareness, like, right here, he has to make that split-second decision to, to spin with that momentum that he feels on his back um, – it's crazy, man. It, it it really is. I have about I don't know fifteen more plays. Let's let's do the next one. It's only a. Um, I'll actually do the, the. Let's say the next two real quick. Um, this is a just a let's pick up on Mosley. It's it's kind of hard. Who tell who who screws up here? I don't know if if seventy four was supposed to block inside out right here, um, and Bell was expecting to take the the outside linebacker or vice versa. I don't, I don't know, but somebody screwed up here. You cannot tell based on that. But Mosley right here, who is a, he's a strong freaking linebacker. What does Bell do? Lowers his shoulder and, and drops him. He, he freaking drops Mosley. It's not like he's dropping Weddle or he's dropping Webb or he's dropping Humphreys. He's dropping a linebacker who's considered pretty damn tough. Um, and just th- not, he doesn't throw him to the ground, but because he explodes through that, uh, you know, he lowers those hips right here. And he explodes. It's see, it's not passive. It's not a passive hit right here. You can see him load up and explode towards him, and that literally knocks him on his ass. Um, you do not see a lot of running backs that willing to to throw their head in there and to question if this guy loves football. I I think is crazy. I, I really do. The way he plays, um, I just do not see this guy not loving football. Everybody wants their money. It's just you're not going to not want your money. Um, so again. Uh, I would call it almost looks like an angle route, but I would call it more of a, more of an, I, I would think it's more of an option route um, here. It could be an angle as well. Um, again, hard to tell exactly what they're trying to, to do, but let's just, let's, let's call it an angle or an option. Um, Bell never looks at, at 51, 51 is completely opened outside. So he's giving, he's giving him a, his, his, his go here um, where you're open to inside like this. You're never going to win to that backside versus any running back who can run a route. Um, but Bell again, Plants inside that frame, that like flexibility right there, that flexibility in the, in the lower body. 
um, hard stab and, and like that head jab outside. Um, gets his head around quickly. Oh, that little head whip gets his, gets his hips. You see his hips are really quickly out of that break too. Um, not, not, not the fastest I've ever seen. Oh, out of a, out of a, uh, hold on a second. Oh, sorry. Some, something weird just happened uh, with my computer. I thought it was in like shut off the show, which is uh weird or actually not my computer, but zoom. Um, but going back to it, yeah, that, that, that the jab outside with the foot, the, the head um, gets his hips out fast, not the fastest I've ever seen, gets his head around. Uh, he obviously doesn't get the ball thrown to him, but still a, a really nice route versus what it was pretty poor coverage, but still have to point it out. All right, got one pretty regular play that you see from from Bell. The next play I'm going to show after it's uh, just uh, probably one of the best examples of, of his of his leg power, um, I thought. And this is a, it's just an inside zone play from from 11 personnel. You can you can almost call it like a more of like a tight zone because of the, the aiming point is the A gap. Usually like inside zone, the aiming point is the B gap. Uh, the, the tight zone is the A gap. Uh, when you have the belly zone, it's, it's more of just right at the center or backside A gap. Um, but you see him take the handoff right here. He, he sees that, you know, number 53 sees his helmet flash in that backside A gap. Uh, plants hard, you know, is going to explode through the – and, again, it's just like such smooth footwork, just – one, two, one, two. There's not a lot of wasted steps right here from Bell. It's not he's not pitter pattering. He's not doing anything he doesn't need to do. He's just getting to the holes he needs to get through. Um, so that you see a little like jump cut, explode through um that play side A gap. And again, just the the, the, the recognition he has in such such it's it's so quick his mental processing. It's not it's not slow, it's not delayed. So the mental processing he has is is absurd. He usually like mental processing for a quarterback, but this this uh this linebacker sheds this block literally a yard away from him and he sees it and, and because and because his it's hard to tell from this angle but I could tell because you know I, I watch a lot but you could tell that his shoulders are over his knees you you don't want to run upright you always want to you always want to be lower you always want to have your shoulders over your knees you want to have a good knee bend because of that he's able to quickly drop his knees or drop his knees drop his hips um and then cut past number fifty nine right here which I believe is Danny Trevathan. Um, and he picks up another, you know, two, three yards because of that. So, um, no, never ending. Like I said, this, the next one, the one I'm about to show right now is definitely uh, really impressive versus the, the bears. And this play is on the, uh, goal line. It's hard to tell exactly what the run is from, let me see. Could be, could be ISO. It could just be man blocking scheme. I don't, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of plays in the running on, on the goal line are just take the man in front of you or take this certain guy. It's not a lot of. Like you don't have a lot of zones or power. You do have power on the goal line, but the the thing that's really impressive about this play is because um, I don't know which player exactly what position it is, but one of his players, I believe it to be the left guard, ends up on the ground. Bell has to jump over him. Is ninety six Akeem Hicks, or is it not? He, his net license looks a little bit too long to be Akeem Hicks. Uh, I'm not sure what number Akeem Hicks is, but. Number 96 is obviously a massive human being. He's, he's 300 pounds plus easily. The fact that Le'Veon Bell is not – he's not he, – one, he, he, he curls himself up like a cannonball to absorb that contact. So that's freaking one smart there. Lowers his shoulder. The fact that, that 96 makes contact with him before his feet I, – I, I can't – it's hard to even explain how difficult this is and how much lecture this shows. Contact bef with 96 before his feet are on the ground – is able to still absorb that hit, plant into the ground, um, push his body forward, 
fight off 96. Um, another linebacker, another one on the backside who might have grabbed his leg or not, I couldn't see. Um, and then able to to push uh, 53 right here, uh, you know, forward for for the touchdown. He does get help at the end right here from one of his one of his linemen. But if I play this in a fast motion, being able to absorb that hit while in midair and still being able to plant and drive four or three extra yards is is one of the crazier things you'll see in terms of, in terms of leg strength. Um, and this is for a guy who can catch out of the backfield. He can block. Um, he can do all these different things. He's not a one-trick pony. That that strength is is very very rare to be able to do that while in midair, take on a freaking 300-pound-plus guy. I understand he wasn't full body versus full body, um, but still, it's definitely one like another uh, one of the most impressive plays in terms of leg strength. I probably will show or have shown this entire uh, little two-part series. So, all right, next one's a block. I think this is the last blocking play I have. Like I could be wrong, but there's only ten plays left, I believe. There's ten. Um, so right here he he was this is one of those plays again where he's, he's scanning pre-snap you have like you have slide gap protection left it's not it's not slide left because it's it's still slide left slide gap protection left like i say a little bit different things like slide protection left um is more okay you take him you take him you take him you take him and they'll slide to their guys where slide gap protection is they all slide and they just have their gaps um if that makes sense like I can show it on a better example than they do, but this is this is more just a slide gap protection left because they don't have individual guys they're picking up. Um, but they have slide gap protection left. You have Bell who picks up that ball. He, he knows that block. You see him staring at the linebacker here. He knows this, this blitz is coming before uh, he you know he uh, the ball is even snapped. And again, cup lock. Um, and this is a good cup lock. Now maybe I would like to see him dive a little bit more at number fifty two. But he doesn't drop too early. He doesn't drop too late. He dives for the for the knees. Maybe I want to see it a little bit higher on this. You want to shoot more for the thighs than the knees. Um, probably might have hurt his leg right here. Doesn't look too good. Um, but good good cut block from Bell. Like I said, the the awareness pre snap to to pick up that blitz um, is it's definitely smart. Um, next play is I believe this was a counter OF. No, this is just a draw. So you draw. You have Bell cut to the outside. Nothing really truly impressive right there. Uh, obviously, it's still a good play because you'd see, you know, good, good cut right here. Um, nothing, like I said, overly impressive. Um, Bell sees that number 23 right here, which is uh, Fuller. He sees that he's reacting like really hard outside right here. And he knows if he cuts inside, there's no way that Fuller, um, with his leverage right here and how far he's like playing over his toes, that he's he's basically going to have to dive right here for his legs. Um, Bell knows he's not going to be able to, like I said, he's going to have to dive. So Bell gives him this little, that slight little jab and head fake outside. It's it's only subtle things. This 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 can make a guy move. So because of that little stab and and head fake outside, that causes you know um, you know uh, Fuller to kind of bend down a little bit more going for the tackle. And because of that, Bell um, hurdles him. And and Bell hurdles dudes too. It's not just power. It's not stiff arms. It's not jukes. He freaking hurdles guys too. He can beat you. He can run by you. Well, not really like run run by you, but he can set up angles well. Uh, stiff arm you, juke you, uh, truck you over, hurdle you. There's really not the, – the only thing he doesn't have is blazing speed, but minus that, he has everything in his game. Uh, hurdles over over Fuller. And another thing, it's like, as I'm lighting a player here that I see that I like, again, this is showing some power right here um, and it's showing smarts. As he sees the, the, the defender coming from the inside right here, he doesn't. He tucks the ball at two hands. That's, that's smart because he knows he's going to get a big shot right here. Um, he doesn't want to fumble the ball. Um, so he tucks it with two hands, lowers his body. And 
it's slight, but not getting not like he's in midair and this guy gets full shot on him. The fact that Bell is even able to land and like take another like two three steps, um, kind of like even even though he's falling down and not get like absolutely trucked over, just shows like his body mass and and his strength. So. Um, I think that's something else that's impressive too. The fact that he didn't get trucked over and the and the ball security right there is uh is obviously pretty ridiculous. Hurdles are are a very pretty thing, um, you know, to watch on film, to watch on on the in the game. Um, it's it's really really impressive. Uh, counter OF, we got counter OF. Um, yeah, this one, <laughs> I like this one. Um, so counter OF, and as that block is developing from, let's call him. Uh, oh, it's the fullback. Okay, so it's the fullback. They're in a twins eye formation. Um, eye formation is obviously, um, you know, right here. And then with the eye formation, usually to the, you know, the strong or one of the sides has the tight end, but because there's two tight ends, um, and it's 22 personnel instead of the, like the typical eye formation, um, which is 21, it's you have the twins tight ends on one side. So it's twin tight end, um, twins eye formation. You can call it twin eye, uh, twin tight end eye formation. That's what I call it. Um, but again, the patience right here. So he's waiting for where to go right now because he's playing number 34 here as he knows that the 34 is very, very reactionary. If, if Bell cuts to the outside, he knows 34 is going to cut to the outside. So he gives him that hard jab, but he opens his hips and is ready to cut inside again from that. So, um, the patience to let this, to let this like, and when I play it faster, you see, you, you can really appreciate it. If I slow it down, maybe people lose a little bit of appreciation for what he's actually doing. But the fact that he's able to just play 30, uh, 34 really badly right there, which is Harrison Smith, right? Um, yeah, I believe it's Harrison Smith. No, or Smith. No, Smith is 22, right? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think 42 is Sendejo. Or, or, I mean, uh, 34. I don't know. I didn't realize that freaking Vikings have four white dudes with, like, safety numbers and BB numbers, whatever. Um but the fact that he plays 34 right there in, in that fast of a speed is is pretty bad. He gets he gets juked out of his shoes right here. He gets played by Bell. Um, so another another play you definitely uh, like to see from uh, Mister Mister Le'Veon Bell. All right, just a few more plays right here. I got two more plays. Um, I think of the Vikings game. I could be I could be wrong. But uh, this is another route out of the backfield. This is one of the plays where I like to I like to see Bell. You see him on the on the you know another gun set. Um, like I said, which the Steelers ran a, a ton of um, in 2017. Now I'd like to see maybe a little bit more of a of a attempt to deliver a shot on 97 right here from from Bell, um, but it's definitely not Bell's fault that that uh, the left tackle gets beaten inside right here. I don't know why the left tackle hips are open that far outside. Look at that is a massive gap to leave um, for for you know I understand. I guess that's a check and release, and he's supposed to stay in if that linebacker blitzes. But I don't know why that that left tackle is, um, you know, playing so far outside right there. But regardless, this this route is it's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous. Again, I think this is an option route, um, at least what it seems like to me. He sets up fifty five right here, which I believe is Bar. Um, it's hard to remember everybody's number, but I hope it's actually a guy the Jets might target in free agency. I, I hope they get him. Um, obviously. We'll go over free agency a lot next week. Like I said, we're gonna have like twenty-five freaking mailbag questions, and then uh, which I like. Trust me, I'm not saying freaking like that. Like I didn't think I was gonna get that many, so I, I appreciate people signing me them, and uh, that's gonna be like maybe a weekly thing or bi-weekly thing, whatever it it may be. Um, but the 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 footwork right here 
it's just the hesitation. It's just, it just this hesitation makes guys feel so uncomfortable. They're, they're so used to this bang, bang plays, everything happening so fast, and they just want to react, 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 react. So when you, you set them up like this, and they just want to react because you're playing them so slow, they react to anything you do. Um, so Bell comes up high, you just give him that slight, like you know, like I call it like a hop step crossover right here. I would say it's like a crossover. Um, and that look how hard that head fake is, how violent that that juke is. That it's hard not to react to that. I don't know. Fifty five should get his hands on him um, sooner. But and that footwork too. You see what I'm talking about with that with that uh, which we've talked about before. That back right foot or the the, the foot uh, the way that he wants to cut in. He's throwing the brakes on right there. So if he didn't throw that break, it would be harder for him to get his hips open and cut through that. His, his hips are pretty fast out of this because he throws that break right there. Um, so really, really nice route right here. He doesn't get the ball because uh, Big Ben gets uh, gets sacked, but still, uh, overall, really, really nice play. This one's like it was a complex to like break down. I remember doing it on on the film. Um, yeah, Steelers love these counters. Um, but I like how Bell takes this and he sees these two guys on the interior, and he knows if he cuts too far outside, that one the gap's not going to be open because those guys are going to are going to push back hard to, to the way he's cutting. So I like, he definitely holds him here on purpose, holds him here is assessing the situation. Um, he sees the, the, the safety right here, 22, which like I guess I believe is Harrison's. Yeah. Harrison's definitely 22. Um, he sees that he's playing over top right here and Bell keeps his track to the outside again, drops his hips, jabs, uh, not, a, not a, a really over exaggerated drop. Even though actually is a pretty good drop. Never mind, Pretty good drop. Um, and then cuts up field. It almost works, but, uh, What's his name? Uh, I don't know who that is. No, the block of seventy-seven um, on that on this like down block. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not able to to keep him um, where he needs to like seal him on the inside. But uh, good, still a good setup by Bell. I, I like that run. You know, it only went for what one or two yards, whatever whatever it may be. Um, I have one more. I think I have a play of him being a little bit too patient right here. Let's see. There's lead. You have a you have a lead zone. Yeah, this one's not egregious. Um, but you'd like like on uh, this one's not because I I see what he's seeing like he's he doesn't think he's gonna get a lot right here, but I think at this point when you see number forty two dropping his shoulder and playing outside, I I get that he sees sixty six um blocking this uh the the three tech and the three tech has leverage on him where he might be able to shed and get his arm out there, but I think he has a better chance of just of just hitting um just hitting that freaking uh, B gap hard right here and then potentially breaking that arm tackle. And then you have you have some open field right here, but I think he thinks that he's he, you can see him looking um, on the inside right here, and he, and he doesn't want to uh, to run through that gap because he thinks this this uh, the, the, like I said the three techs gonna gonna uh, you know uh, slide over and, and take him or tackle him or whatever, get an arm on him and slow him down. But just just take your chances right here and uh, and try to hit that hit that gap instead. He he plants hard and then he tries to hit it you know after the fact and. Uh, that time allows you know other guys to to get off their blocks um you know like that fullback right there He's, he gets off the box so i think i think if he hits it right here he's a better chance of getting yardage and then try to in, instead of trying to to stop and look for more gaps um but it's kind of it's it, it's it's things you're going to get with a with a running back that patient patience is going to hurt you sometimes but i think nine times out of ten it helps bell now maybe with the jets he's going to have to be less patient because the jets don't have a good offensive line so when holes are there you kind of got to hit them um but Hope, let's hope the Jets fix the offensive line because, you know, if you add a, a Paradise or a Morse and a Saffold, you know, are they uh, – I think Paradise is a, is a top five guy, uh, maybe top ten. You can argue like top ten, but he's still a top ten guy easily. 
Um, Saffold is, and I think Paradise, like if you're into pro football focus, I don't, you know, people know I don't really care about that stuff uh, for the most part, minus like, okay, well, he lined up here this many snaps, but then sometimes I don't know what the specific assignment really should be or what it's called. I don't know. Um, but Paradise is good and Saffold are good. Um, they're, they're above average players. I would call Beecham a slightly below average. I would call Shell slightly below average. I'd call Winters slightly below average. But having two guys on the interior at left guard and center being being good to very good with a bunch of bo- just below average players is, is a big help to having Carpenter and Sa- and, and, uh, and uh, Long, who are just absolutely um, you know terrible. Another block right here, uh, block opposite. Uh, Bell, you see his you see his head before the before the snap. He's just he's always scanning, always looking for guys, always looking for for uh, you know guys who might be might be blitzing. And you see him looking at this linebacker here. Um, and as soon as the like he feels a lot of these guys come off of the side that he's blitz, that that he's uh that he's blocking, um, you can see him go to block opposite and again lowers his shoulder and completely takes whoever that is. Um, Number thirty-four out of out of this. I'm gonna have to go look at the freaking Vikings guys' uh, names and numbers now. But yeah, he blocks opposite right here. Again, drops his shoulder. He's not. He, he's not. He doesn't just absorb hits. If you absorb this hit, you're most likely gonna. You, you see a lot of running backs like here, kind of just put their hands out and you know just like just like I said, accept that blow. Which a lot of times this is when you see you know guys uh, blowing past the running backs and running them over, and then they get the the sack with the running back like on their ankles type of deal. You see it all the time in the NFL because he's able to deliver that blow and he's willing to deliver that blow. Um, he doesn't get really even close to uh, to um, you know Big Ben. And now I'm I'm betting you that number 34. The next time he's going in um, to blitz, he's gonna freaking he's gonna be like ah oh, like crap. I really want to get lit up again by um, by Bell. Probably not, but. Um, that's, that's his life. That's his body. <laughs> um, so uh, this isn't like crazy, um, play. You, you'd see some of the footwork here with, with some of the hops. You see the two uh, jump cuts, like jump cut, jump cut, really, really patient. Um, he sees at the last second that Eric Hendricks is playing a little bit too far over top. He's plays a really piss poor angle right here. So he cuts forward for, um, <clears throat> what looks like it probably should be. You know, um, it's maybe a two-yard run, and he turns it into a five-yard run. And again, that that leg drive. I I love guys who who are gonna work hard for yardage. Um, could he easily go down right here? Yeah, like right even right here, could he go down? But he's still like even even here, he's still trying to drive his legs. Like as he's getting spun around, it's just um, it's something you like to see. And these are the these are the dogs that Jamal Adams um you know talks about wanting to have on the team. All right, this uh, this this next play is probably, <laughs> um, I would say it's probably one of the top five nastiest shoots I've ever I've ever seen um, in my entire life. So you see, Bell gets the ball and check down right here. I don't have to go through the whole thing. I'm not gonna you know kill you guys with every single detail. Um, but this that juke, I don't know why this game's uh, the the uh, recording was a little bit more like sketchy, but. Bell never looks at number 51. So he just – 51 assumes, okay, he's just going to cut here. Um, I'm going to react to that. The fact that he, like, drops his weight, you can see you see again that that, that foot. See, how, look how wide his freaking stance is right here. And he's still able to cut. That is that is not a normal a normal ability of a running back to be able to cut so hard off of, uh, off of a base that wide. But the fact he never looks at him, it kind of looks like he's almost like being a little bit passive. Maybe he's just going to try to juke him to the outside. Um, and at the same time, jukes him, give him the hard, the hard stab and head fake outside, and then cuts back inside. If I play this in full motion, this is, this is that's a nasty juke. That is, 
<laughs> that is something that you do not see uh, often at all. I, uh, I love that. Uh, we got two more plays. I'm going to run through them really, really quickly. I'm going to sign off. I'm going to try to get this up before work, which would be on a Thursday. I would have it up on Thursday. If not, um, it's going to be up on a, on a Friday, and it is what it is, and then we'll probably have another show for you on Sunday. So you're going to get two shows within two days if that's the case. Um, so I hope that you have some time to, uh, to listen. Um, so here we have a – looks like a – I would call it a, yeah, a boss zone. Um, Man, yeah, the footwork again. You see how Bell, just in, his, in his peripheral vision, he just knows that um, 65 right here, who is the, the place, the place side uh, two eye tech who penetrates the A gap. He sees him coming inside on his, or, or you know, penetrating up the field um, in his vision. So he, so he alters his, 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 um, his, jeez. Uh, um, I don't even know the word for it right now. I've been talking for so long, I can't even think about what I'm, oh, his track. He alters his track right here. Um, to get away from it, he keeps his legs clean, which I which I like. He he hops away from him. You see right here, he hops away, um, which gives him that extra room. Um, and then he he continues outside, and again breaks one arm or one arm tackle, two arm tackles. That's the contact balance. Is able to keep your legs clean. It's able to being able to work your legs through contact. He never even really looks. Again, this is this is bad for for safeties and stuff. We're trying to take so, uh, soft angles over top. He never looks at. Um, number 26 right here, um, plant, uh, drops his hips a little bit, not nothing. He doesn't drop too, too low. Um, but hops back inside on that jump cut and again, breaking what <laughs> in one play, like occasionally one, two, three, four. <laughs> it's, uh, it is, it is something, uh, absurd. This is the last one. I'm just going to pull it up. Let's see what this play is. Um, oh yeah, I remember this. I think this is the place I don't want showing us yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even a great. Play. It's not. It doesn't mean it, the result is not even great because it only the play only goes for the the play goes for no gain. Um, but the fact that Bell takes his hand off, and one he's he's assessing that ninety four is is crashing hard inside, and he knows he's not going to get um, potentially even to that a gap or that inside gap. Um, he sees number 53 in his peripheral vision and he knows he's coming hard over the top and kind of unbalanced. Bell sticks his, his, um, foot, into, his feet, his feet into the ground, his right foot into the ground, spins him, gets contact. He, he puts his left foot out right there for, for balance. Um, so he, he's stabilizing right there with his left foot and his right arm. And as he's stabilizing, he's still able to, to, to recognize number 20 right here is coming in for another tackle and he plants and spins out of that for an extra, extra yard. So it should have been a tackle right here. It should have been a tackle right here. So he gained like an extra, probably two yards that he shouldn't have off of two spins, uh, just in a crazy situation. But that's, that's it for the bell review. Um, I did a, just that, that was a lot of bell film. Um, the player reviews I'm going to do for the uh, for the draft guys are going to be anywhere from like I have like some guys who are low as like maybe like 15 to 18 to as high as like 40. Like I was doing Devin White the other day, who is ridiculously polarizing, um, just because he could be so good or so bad in, in my opinion. Um, I showed a lot of plays of him. Like, like he was like 40. So like, there's some shows where I'm going to do. During draft season, for me to be able to put all this, all these shows out for all these guys and be able to review all their film with you guys, I'm gonna be pumping out. Like, it's gonna have to be for a couple of weeks, at least two, two, three shows a week. It's, there's no way. I, I have 
I'm going to have at least like, you're going to hope at least three or four big free agents. And then I'm going to have at least like 25 to 30 draft guys. So even if I just do two a show, that's going to take me 15 shows in, in a little bit over maybe 30 days. It's not even including the four free agents or three or two free agents I'm going to have to do. So um, the next month or so of content, it, it's going to be so much you're probably not going to be able to listen to the shows. If you're a diehard listener, I, I get that people don't listen to the full two hours, hour, whatever it may be. If you're a diehard listener, I'm going to put you, you're, you're going to have to be on like a plan. Like you have to write a schedule of when you can listen to the shows if you really do or, or, or want to watch them all because uh, the, the content's going to be crazy. Like I said, um, if you can, like I said, leave that review on the podcast app. Um, if even if you don't listen, if you just want to download it real quick, or if you have it and you just don't, you don't, you're not subscribed to the next, you watch all the YouTube videos, go on there, five stars, five, uh, then a, then a review. If you can, we really appreciate it. You can tell us things that even if you give us five stars, you say, Hey, I really love the show, but I wish you'd went over this a little bit more. Like I, I'll take that heavily into consideration. Um, but if it's really stupid, then maybe I won't, <laughs> you never know. I'm kind of joking, but, um, I'm going to do the Twitter mailbag. That's going to be next show. On, I'm going to release it on Sunday uh, along with free agency previews. So I guess I'm going to go over all the Jets guys who are free agents, what happened, should they resign him. Uh, then I'll go over a lot of the, uh, the free agents, kind of just give like yes or no in a quick little sentence over some of those guys. Um, if you want to email me questions, blew it, Joe. It's B-L-E-W-E-T-T, Joe, T-O-J at Gmail. I'll put those into the mailbags. Any question, I appreciate the people on Reddit. Um, who, and I got it pointed out to me the other day, and there's like some people who have been mentioning me and, 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 and posting some of my stuff up there. So I don't know who you are, um, but no, I do appreciate whoever, whoever you are for posting my stuff up there. I truly do. Um, so if you guys want to email me questions, go ahead. YouTube, you can comment there as well. Ask me a question. I'll, I'll throw it into the mailbag. Uh, and if you're on Twitter, obviously JRB31, that's the best place to find me. I'm on Twitter, um, you know, consistently, you know, responding to people. That's where all my, my reviews go. So if you want to watch all these 58 plays, at your own speed and read a, a maybe even at times because I kind of had to breeze through this even um, a more kind of in detail review of each play you could do that as well if you want to go back and, and watch if you do you're probably psychopath if you already watched this but I, I love it so um, I appreciate everybody for listening and you will be getting um, another show in about two days after you listen to this one so uh, check that out and uh, I hope you guys email me and tweet me some questions so I can answer you guys and interact with you guys a little bit more so thank you